hey y'all it's your girl lakendra aka queen mother yo how are you doing oh my god it's been so long are you still drinking your water and practicing social distancing because i am i have been listen have you ever been on amazon to buy a new lamp only to discover that the lamp that you're trying to replace only needs the light bulb tighten no no, just me. Oh, oh, oh okay. Uh, never mind. Um, listen, shout out to the notorious RBG. Let's chat, shall we? Yeah, they know how I'm coming. Yeah, I'm coming off the rip. Yeah, if I make a movie, I'ma do it off script. Yeah, if I gotta up it, I'ma pull it from the hip. Yeah, they finna dip like I'm coming for the up. Uh, yeah, coming for the chips. Twenty of us in the VIP. Uh, got their hands out. Guess they now they wanna tip. Uh, stretching legs out. Now they know I'm finna trip. Uh, name in the L. I should put it on a blimp. Yeah. Guys, I know it has been weeks, probably, I think it's been right a month since I loaded uh, my last conversation. So my bad, it's my fault. Nothing's been happening. Like I've just been tired. Okay. Work has been working me. And I believe that um, I've earned every penny that gets deposited into my bank account every two weeks, which we thank the Lord for. Um, so that's, that's what's been going on. That's why you haven't heard from me. I simply just haven't been physically, emotionally, and mentally energized enough to um, to record anything. But here I am listening. I am here right now for your listening pleasure. And uh, and I apologize. Um, before I go any further, I do want to celebrate the fact that I Just Want to Talk is available on Amazon as well as iHeartRadio. So you can share this podcast with people in your inner circle who, who may not have um, an iPhone or Google or whatever have you, baby, they can go on either one of these sites. And I'm trying to get onto Pandora. I don't even know if that's been approved yet. I need to check. Anywho, um, I just want to talk is going everywhere. Okay. So continue to share the conversations and, um, and keep the conversations going with people in your inner circle, circle and your friends and family. So with that being said, child, um, I, I really just wanted to get on so I wasn't like um, having too much space between um, the last episode and uh, releasing some some new content. Um, I will say that the one thing that I've been focused on since we've been apart from one another is uh, turning 40 still. And that's still a thing. And just recognizing the difference the differences that um that are happening like and now that I'm talking about it of course I can't bring up an example and really share right but uh y'all should have told me like I need a manual um when it comes to, to to turning 40 and just realizing some things that I can't do say eat and I know I've mentioned all this before but like day by day I'm learning some new things so I really want to try and think of something to do starting in January because um, I turn 40 next December and I'm like uh, really thinking of something that that's going to commemorate that year and I know some of you are probably like Kendra wait wait hold on you've been talking about turning 40 for a long time and you don't turn 40 until 2021 first of all that's my business okay that's when I wanted to start talking about it and I am uh, thankful that I did because a lot of my friends who listen have been giving me some great advice that I've been able to implement in my life. So thank you for your concern. Um, so if you have ideas on how I can celebrate starting in January, and um, so I don't want to talk about my journey in 2021. In 2021, I just want to celebrate it, you know, and make it a great thing. 
it's a scary thing a little bit because one of the one of the things that I have been doing is just being really reflective about the things I've done so far in life and prayerful about the things that I want to do. There are some things I've been writing about in my journal. And if you don't journal, listen, I I am a big champion for writing down your thoughts, feelings and emotions as often as, as you uh, think about doing so. So I've been writing some things out of my journal, uh, a wish list, I guess is what you can call it. Um, of things that I would like to see happen before I turn 40. And, um, and so I want to celebrate those things. I, I've, I've been learning a lot, like I said, from people who have been so kind enough to give me, drop some jewels into my life and some gems of wisdom. Um, but yeah, in January, I want to celebrate. So tell me how, how can I do that via the podcast? What do you, what do you all think would be the best way to celebrate turning 40 starting on January 1, 2021, because it's going to be a better year than January 1, 2020. Child, who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? How has your year been going? Let, can we just, just discuss that? If you could go back and just like take inventory of your life during the year 2020. If you're like me, there are some things that have happened that you just would have never thought would have happened in your lifetime, right? Like who would have thought that we would be in the middle of a pandemic still. And with all the other uh, things that have been going on with social injustices and like, I feel like 2020 has taken the lives of more people, not just, you know, through COVID, but just more people I feel like have died this year. Um, In addition to, you know, the people who, who have passed from COVID, like so many of our heroes have just left us. Um, and that, it, it's mind blowing to me because I've never lived through anything like this before. But how's it been for you? You know, are you coping okay? That's a big deal. How are you coping? Are you still working from home and you getting tired of your family and your kids and the four walls that are your house? There are some, um, and I, I talked about it on the last podcast too, about just like the, um, the mental strain and the emotional strain that, uh, this pandemic and just everything, not just the pandemic. I, I got to stop blaming things on the pandemic. Cause it's not just that, um, it's caused a lot of it for sure. But, um, just the, the mental and emotional strain that people have experienced in 2020 is, is, is like none other. Um, so how are you doing? Like for real, for real, be honest with yourself, take a moment and just let me know, how are you doing? I made um made a very conscious effort to stop telling people, oh, I'm okay, or I'm all right, when they say, how are you doing, or how are you? Because I think that's just a knee-jerk reaction. Somebody asks you that, you're like, oh, I'm good, thank you for asking. Nah, I'm not good, so I've stopped saying it. I'm like, you know what, in the grand scheme of life, I'm doing pretty well. However, emotionally and mentally, I'm a little fatigued, and that is a very truthful answer. And I found that by me doing so, it started... Um, conversations. It sparked different conversations and people feel it's opened up a safe zone, I guess, a safe space for people to also be transparent and be like, you know what? Me too. Because otherwise it's, somebody says, Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I am good. Also. Thank you for asking when both of you are hurting in some type of way. So how are you doing friend? Do you need to talk? Do you need a hug, a virtual hug? I can do that. I can do that for sure. And I can talk. Um, or better yet, I can listen. Um, if you need a listening ear, um, just to get some things off your chest and also journal. If, uh, if you don't feel comfortable talking to another human being, talk to your dog, 
you know, if you have a pet or your fish, I have fish. Um, and the next best thing I think is to just write it down. I can definitely say that I feel much better after I write some things out in my journal, um, especially those things that I don't feel comfortable talking about. And that's not to say that you will never feel comfortable talking about it. I think the journaling part is just like the most immediate thing that, that you can probably do when you, there is something that's on your spirit and you have a burden upon you um, that you just have to you have to get it off your chest some type of way. So journaling is, is a good start to that. Um, so I would love for you all to to let me know if you are journaling right now. How often do you journal? Do you have like different journals for journals for different things? Um, I know some people have a journal for like their wish list, their career stuff. And other people have a journal for just relationship stuff. And then you have a food journal. Baby, them too many journals for me. Okay. Those are far too many books to keep. And yeah, I've told y'all I collect books, but I do not collect journals. I, I, well, okay. That might be a lie. I collect blank journals, but, I, but, but blank ones. So when I run out of pages and the one I'm writing in, I have one at the ready. I don't just keep journals around for different topics. That's what I'm trying to say. Lest I lie on myself. Um, but do you, and that it's not a problem if you do, I'm just impressed with when people can manage <laughs> that much stuff. Cause I'm just not that girl. Um, so I have all of my stuff, anything that I want, if I want to do like a food diary, all that is going in my journal, all of it is going in one book. And then I just move on to the next one. So that's how I choose to do it. But if you do journal and you find benefit in it, I would love to hear your thoughts. I would love to, to know how often you're able to do it. And, um, if there's a period where you don't do it. So for me, I can say that, you know, I can go back in my journal right now and there'll be like months where I go and I don't write about anything or I don't take the time to write anything. And if I'm honest with myself, usually during those times, it's a period that I don't want to remember. Something happened in my life that I don't want to recall later on down the road for whatever reason. And so I don't write about it. And sometimes that causes gaps in my journal for months at a time. Um, there are other times where I can, can go weeks and I don't write something down. Um, but still, anyway, focus, Kendra. I am sharing all that with you to say this. It's a healthy outlet if you are feeling uh, mentally or emotionally strained right now. That's a good exercise to practice is just to get your journal out, baby. Just write some stuff down. Uh, write down some prayers. Talk to, talk to God or, or your deity of choice and put that stuff in your journal. And then when you go back to it and read over it, you can see your progress. You can continue to pray or meditate over the things that have come have not come to pass quite yet. And um, keep your plan. You know, if you if you have a plan to to achieve something in a certain amount of time, putting it in your journal and going back to read over that thing every once in a while is a great um, exercise that I do too, honey. I do it as well. Listen, I have written things down, especially when I was in school, trying to get these degrees, writing things down, writing down my progress. And baby, when I tell you, when I go back and I read that stuff today, oh honey, I can shout when I read some of that stuff today because I saw, I, I can read the things that I overcame going through that um, that experience. And I can shout because I'm on the other end of it. Now I've accomplished those things. And it's such a great feeling. So that that's my little gem and jewel for, for the day. Get yourself a little blank notebook, baby. Or there's plenty of apps out there now where you can do like a journal on your phone or, your, or um, on your computer or your iPad or your tablet, whatever you use. There's, there's something for you, okay? So go ahead and write stuff in your journal. If you need help writing in your journal, listen, don't call me. 
All right. I'm not the person that you want to talk to, but you can talk to my wise cousin, Ari. Okay. Ari is the journaling guru and I'll put her uh, contact information in the show notes. Hang out with me for a pair of seconds for this break. I'm going to be right back. Thank you for hanging out with me while I got my whole life together. Um, Listen, before we release one another from um, this rousing conversation, the last thing I wanted to talk about today was uh, Lori Lachlan and um, how she gets to pick what prison she wants to do her two-month sentence at. And I don't understand. If you have not seen um, this story... If you remember, she was uh, accused of and um, convicted of um, a college college admissions scandal. And uh, her sentence, she was sentenced in August, I believe, to serve two months in prison. But she gets to pick what prison she goes to to spend her two months. Now, granted, it has to get approved by, you know, the higher legal court of some sort I suppose so it has to be approved but she gets to pick where she wants to go to jail um let me just say how I feel it y'all can't tell me there's not a such thing as white privilege when this white woman gets to pick what jail she gets to go to that's absurd that's absolutely absurd how is that punishment if you get to pick what prison you need to go to you get to go to that's that's listen as far as I've known, that's not how jail works. You you go where the people tell you to go. But she gets to choose. She gets to choose. And um that that's what we need to be talking about here, people. So um it wasn't it's not my intention to um to always talk about um racial injustices and, and systemic racism. Um but like I said before, I'm not going to be apologetic for being black and I'm not going to be apologetic when I see some craziness like this and we're not talking about it like we should be. This is not right. No one should be, if, if no if, if this is going to be a thing, let it be a thing for everybody. That's equality. You let it be a thing for everybody, right? If she gets to do it, then pookie them and and and, and nook nook them that's already behind bars give them a survey and be like yo poop if you could go to jail and be anywhere right now where would you want to go bro we'll transport you if this is a thing it's all i'm saying if this is a thing let it be a thing i don't think it's fair um i don't think that she should be able to pick where she spends two months of prison and then she doesn't have to go until like november if i remember correctly do the research for yourself you go see read the story and see for yourself i'm not making this up i'm telling you what I understand from what I've read on the interwebs. And we all know that you can't trust everything that's on the interwebs, but this has been consistently what I've seen is that she's going to jail to prison for two months and she gets to select where she spends her time. And I just think that that is a stretch to say the least. And people have been speaking out about it. It's a thing. Um, it's trending. And, um, and I would love to, to know your thoughts. How can we, how can we be um, a community of people who say that, you know, especially for those who say all lives matter, I'm just going to say it. And this lady who is not of black or brown descent um, is privileged enough to pick where she does her time when that has not been the case for other people. And, you know, maybe it has been for other people. And it's just, you know, not as um, 
newsworthy because maybe they're not as famous as or they have enough money to pay people to not say anything about it who knows um but now i know about this and i don't like it period poo so let's talk about it y'all how can we keep these things from happening um in the america that we live in today i just don't think it's right now i'd love to know what your thoughts are about it that whole college admission scandal thing was was just ridiculous anyway um and it had me um thinking about just the uh the how america treats the education the um the superiority of education and how other in comparison to other countries it just doesn't seem like it's the same like I don't know. And then, you know, there are some people who I know who just don't, they swear college off. Like, and college isn't for everybody. Let me say that. I don't believe that college is for everybody. I believe that there are some people who have talents and they don't need to go to college. I think there are some people who, um, who just struggle with learning. And so college just might not be for you. And that's okay. I'm not condemning you in any type of way. I'm the dumb one that's addicted to learning and, and can't stay away. Don't be like me. Do your thing and be happy. But why do we put so much pressure on people to get a college education? Why do we put so much pressure on like the, the type of school or the name of the school that you attend when I think that for me in, in my reality, I don't know if it matters. I don't think it matters. Like if you get an education from Santa Fe College, which is uh, a junior college here where I live, you can take some of the same courses that somebody takes elsewhere, do much better than them, be more qualified for a job or whatever have you. But because your resume says Santa Fe and their resume says Harvard or Yale, you'll get overlooked. Why do we do that? Like for real, like why is that a thing? And why do we pay so much for it? Should college cost as much as it does? These are questions that I need answer to. Why does college cost so much? If it's a thing that we are, that the majority of people say you have to have, why does it cost so much to go to college? Why do I have these student loans? Baby, if I can go back and do, if there are one thing I can go back and do as far as my college education, I would not, I would not, I, I just wouldn't go to school is what it would end up being because I did take out a lot of loans. I'm being extremely transparent. I took out a lot of loans because I couldn't afford to go to school. Um, there were some times where, you know, I was able to, to, to put something on it and, and pay towards it so I didn't have to. But that wasn't always the story for me. And it was, um, I did it all myself. Now, granted, there are some things that happened in my early life that caused me to go to um, to do my college education later. And so my story could have been different had I done things differently. But the point that I'm making is it was expensive and it's still expensive. And I right now don't understand why. Why is it so expensive? I'm perplexed. Y'all can't see my face, but I am perplexed. And maybe that's why some people just don't go because it's expensive. And for what? What do you really get from it? Is your life really that much different when you go? I don't know. Child, don't mind me. I'm just rambling at this point. I, I, but, but it's something that I would like to know. I, I would like to have that conversation. Like, how do people feel about um, going to college and, get, and getting education? And um, what, does it, what does it mean to you? For me, I did it because there was um, a certain field that I wanted to get into. And I wasn't, 
um, and and still haven't been able to get a lot of real world experience. So when I went to the grad school and I got my master's in public relations, it was because I wanted that's the field I want to be in. I like to talk. I like to communicate. I like to do um, event management. I just was like, okay, this is something that I want to do. And so I did it because I wasn't able to get the exposure and the hands-on learning otherwise. But I, I do know and believe that. So for some other people, they have been able to get the real world exposure in the, in the field that they want to be in. And some people have uh, stumbled into a field that they love just by happenstance. And that's great. That's awesome. I envy you quite honestly, because you don't have student loans. But anyway, that's why I, that's why I went to college. And that's, that's why I got my degrees um, to be able to, to do a certain thing. And maybe that's why other people do it too. They go so they can learn to do a certain thing that they like to do. But, um, but is that really your story? Is that why you went to college? Is that why you're going to college? And I am guilty of encouraging people to go to to go to, to college and, and continue your education, get a degree. Um, but I, recently, in 2020, well, actually, I think in 2019, my conversation has changed a little bit to, you know, I do encourage you to go to college. However, if there's a, a specific thing that you're interested in, pursue that thing. Because here's what I can tell you from my college experience is that I racked up some debt with student loans and I'm still not working in a field that makes me extremely happy. And I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. Pretty sure. Pretty sure there are some others of you who are listening who went to to school to get a certain degree in a certain field and you're still not working in that field of your degree. So what do we do it all for? So if you haven't gone to school, but you have a passion about something, pursue that, like go do that and make money and be happy doing that thing because I'm making money to pay off these student loans and I'm still not doing what makes me happy. That makes no sense. Why is college so expensive? I'm just saying all of that to say that Laura should not be able to pick what prison she goes to. It's ridiculous. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't sponsor that idea at all. Um, um, so the last thing I want to share with you all before I go is, um, I've shared plenty of times that I love books. I collect books for no good reason. And, um, I have a slew of them. So one of my good associates has started, um, a bookshop. It's called Double Sugar Bookshop, and it's so adorable. Um, it's an independent, minority-owned online and pop-up bookshop, and um, they were really hard to offer a curated collection of books for book lovers like me and like you. Um, they specialize in uh, titles written by or based on people of color, women, culture, and self-love. So I'm recommending that if you are like me and you love books, check out Double Sugar Bookshop. You can find them online at www.doublesugarbookshop.com. Email them at info at doublesugarbookshop.com. And you can also find them on the Facebook at Double Sugar Bookshop. And I'll put all of that in uh, in the show notes for you. Tell them that Queen Mother LaKendra sent you over to buy some books, okay? Listen, guys, thank you so much. Okay, for listening to this conversation. Sorry again that it took so long. Um, I'm going to do better. But I told y'all at the beginning. I told y'all that I wasn't going to be on the schedule. So 
I mean, I'm living up to what I said. So there's that. Um, but anyway, thank you so much. I'm, I'm very appreciative. Please continue to share the conversation and keep it going. Remember, we are on Amazon, iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google Podcasts, or not iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever it is on, on Google Child. I got an iPhone. I don't know what it's called on the other thing. Um, and keep the party going. Keep the conversation going. Keep topics circulating. Um, let's start communicating and conversing with one another like we used to do back in the day. Um, Hit me up on on the socials to keep this conversation going. Let me know if you journal. Let me know how you feel about about college. You think it's too expensive. Do you think it was worth it? If you could do it all over again, what would you do differently? You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lakendra Speaks. That's at Lakendra S P K S. And also check out other podcasts from some of my friends on the Imagineville Podcast Network. All of that is going to be in the show notes. So please make sure you go and check that out. And until the next time, which I promise won't be as long as the last time. Bye.